Hello everyone, welcome to RLCC Radio, where you can grow in your faith together with others by listening to our daily devotionals, sermons, and other audio broadcasts. Feel free to share this tool with others. Also, join us every day as we explore God's truth together. Let's dive in. Bagamat it is true that we as Christians have died to the law and also, of course, to sin, it does not mean that there is something wrong with God's law. Napag sinabi natin God's law, I'm referring to the laws of God that came through Moses. O misan tawag nila Mosaic law, you know, or the Ten Commandments, ating mga hindi hudyo, no, we're familiar with that. So, it doesn't mean uh, there's something wrong with that, no? yung God's law. Uh, included, of course, yung mga paliwanag tungkol sa laws na yun, no? yung mga descriptions and stipulations and all of that. That's all included in the idea of God's law or Mosaic law. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. no? So, napag-usapan na natin that we are um, set free you know, from the law. At uh, hindi na tayo under dito. Pero it doesn't mean that uh, there's something wrong with it. no? We must not reject God's law or even the entire Old Testament for that matter. May mga nagtuturo ng Bible today na parang ganun yung kanilang uh, ini-insinuate or pina- sinasabi na parang yung Old Testament. Pasay na, wag na natin basahin yun. No? Hindi na importante yun. Well, the Old Testament <coughs> is still part of the Bible. And it's still profitable for us, gaya ng sinabi ni Paul sa 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 to 17. All scripture is God-breathed and is profitable or useful, you know. Uh, you know, yung tinutukoy ni Paul doon sa 2 Timothy chapter 3 is uh, really precisely the Old Testament itself, the scriptures. And of course, later on, because we know that uh, the Holy Spirit guided the New Testament writers also, so... We can include the New Testament eventually dun sa all scripture is God breathed. But originally, ang tinutukoy ni, uh, ni Paul doon sa 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 to 17, is the Old Testament. So we cannot really set it aside. no. So although we are no longer under the law as a system, nga, we still need to know and understand its uh, true nature and and how we are to relate with it, you know. So, mahalaga pa rin ang Old Testament no? para ito'y pag-aralan, basahin, bagamat hindi tayo under sa sistema nito. Okay? And sa Romans chapter 7, basically, uh, Paul is trying to give an apology no? or defense concerning the law itself and the goodness of the law of God. Again, ang tinutukoy ko, of course, yung the laws of God that came through Moses, which includes hindi lang naman yung Ten Commandments, but even the the you know the rest of the explanations, no, like na, for example, yung matatagpuan sa Deuteronomy, no, uh, and ganun din naman sa Exodus and Leviticus, okay. So uh, by implication, of course, we're now referring also to the rest of the the Old Testament, pero specifically doon yung tinutukoy natin. Now, Romans 7 is really an apology to that. Kung saan, after Paul has uh, really explained uh, we're all guilty and 
You know, we're no longer under the law, but under grace ngayon. So chapter 7 is 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 uh, Paul's way of uh, clarifying na he doesn't mean na yung laws of God are now to be disregarded o parang wala nang silbi, especially for Christians. Now, we're moving on mula sa, you know, verses 1 to 6, nakita natin yung overall summary ng kanyang position. Now, verses 7 to 12, okay, is a continuation ng kanyang apology or defense for the law. So, let's, let's read that. Basahin po natin yan. Starting in verse 7. Sabi niya, what shall, what shall we say then? Is the law sin? No? In other words, is there something wrong with the law? Certainly not. Indeed, I would not have known what sin was except through the law, for I would not have known what coveting really was if the law had not said, do not covet. Uh, verse 8, But sin, seizing the opportunity of, afforded by the commandment, produced in me every kind of covetous desire. For apart from law, sin is dead. Now, once I was alive apart from, the, from law, but when the commandment came, Sin sprang to life and I died. I found that uh, the very commandment that was intended to bring life actually brought death. Verse 11, for sin, uh, for sin seizing the opportunity afforded by the commandment deceived me and through the commandment put me to death. Verse 12, so then the law is holy and the commandment is holy, righteous and good. So tayo po ay manalangin as we, uh, you know, meditate on these words by the Apostle Paul. Manalangin po tayo. Dear Lord, uh, thank you very much. Now, we are no longer under the law. But at the same time, Panginoon, you're telling us that we need to still study uh, the law because we can benefit from it, Panginoon. So help us, O Lord, to see uh, ano yung nature ng law so that we can relate to it in the right way bilang mga mananampalataya. And help us to see how this is uh, also very practical sa buhay namin. Uh, although we are not Jews, uh, Father, I pray that you would help us to see how these uh, uh, truths apply to us. Kahit hindi kami mga hudyo. Speak to us, Panginoon, through the Holy Spirit. We open our hearts and minds to you, Panginoon guide us. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and Amen. So, question natin today is, uh, what is the nature of God's law? No? How do, how do we relate to this? Itong Ten Commandments, you know, of which we are familiar in naman. Kahit hindi tayo mga hudyo, we are familiar with the Ten Commandments. Of course, uh, Pilipinas, if you go to uh, uh, Catholic Church, makikita mo usually sa harapan may parang some kind of, uh, you know, um, picture doon or whatever, you know, na nakalagay doon yung Ten Commandments. Although most of the time, you know, hindi yung actual Ten Commandments, you know, parang tinanggal nila yung tungkol sa thou shall have no other gods before me, you know, or thou shall not make any graven image, you know, usually wala yan. Pero we're familiar with the Ten Commandments. Now, the question is, uh, you know, ano bang nature nitong commandments ito ng Panginoon? Again, when we speak about the law, lalo na ngayon nagme-meditate tayo sa Book of Romans, please understand na uh, pag sinabi natin God's law, we're referring dun sa the law of Moses and all the uh, ikanga mga 
implications no, that Paul talks about, you know, uh, in the book of Exodus, uh, sorry, not Paul, but uh, Moses, that Moses talks about uh, in the book of Exodus and Leviticus and Deuteronomy. Okay, so gusto natin maunawan, how do we, as Christians, you know, look at that and relate to that? So there are two important uh, truths that kailangan natin maunawan concerning God's law. Okay, the first one is that the law is holy, righteous, and good. Okay, we find that in verse 7 and also in verse 12. Ibig sabihin, you know, the Ten Commandments and all the other explanations about it dun sa sinabi kong mga Old Testament books like Exodus, Leviticus, and Deuteronomy, uh, yung mga laws na yon are holy. In other words, they come from God. There's nothing wrong with those laws, you know. Uh, they are righteous, okay? Because being it, uh, it reveals, you know, yung the righteousness of God. It reveals yung uh, God's character, and it is good. Because being beneficial sa atin yan, supposed to help us. Now, of course, you know, having said that, there's there's something uh, that is problematic if we are just simply to look at the laws of God in that sense, you know. So kaya titingnan natin yung the other side of it. Pero first, kailangan makita natin na it is holy, righteous, and good. Now, I'm going to look at verse 7 and then jump to verse 12 para maintindihan natin yan. So, first, let's look at uh, verse 7. Sabi ni Paul, uh, What shall we say then? No, Is the law sin? Again, we find this uh, style of uh, speaking, no, kay Paul, as a style niya, no, basically, yung way niya of parang pursuing his argument. So basically, he's anticipating that there are people who might conclude that there's something wrong with the law of God, no, or God's law, because he's been hammering on to the point that you know the law cannot produce righteousness per se sa atin because of the problem of sin. But if we read it, ng hindi natin na intindihan si Paul, we might conclude that well, maybe we should just totally disregard na lang yung Old Testament, right? Especially the the laws of God. Now, yung mga Jews na nakikinig kay Paul, most likely offended sila because it may seem like parang Paul is insinuating na masama yung law. But that's not what he's saying. So, sabi niya, certainly not. No, hindi yun ang kanyang point. Indeed, sabi niya, I would not have known what sin was except through the law. Now, you know, basically, he's... Uh, Talking uh, as himself, but 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 also he, he basically speaks for everyone else. Na naka-encounter ng laws of God. Sabi niya, indeed I would not have known what sin was. Okay, indeed bisa na he is not sinning, but that he was not fully aware ng gravity or implication ng sin, except through the law. In other words, the law basically clarified and made him aware na sin is sin, no? And uh, hindi niya, hindi niya maunawa na talagang sin yun, or in other words, it's a rebellion against God, uh, until the law defined it as such, okay? So, nagbigay siya na example dito, the, you know, he uses the Ten Commandments as an as illustration. Sabi niya, for I would not have known what coveting really was if the law had not said, do not covet. Now, that is the, no, the, uh, the, Tenth commandment, no? And it involves uh, the sin of the heart. In other words, wala, 
walang ano yung walang di pa nakikita sa behavior pero doon nang gagaling yan the sin of coveting yung desiring something that is not yours okay uh, wanting something na that is not legitimately sayo pero gusto mong angkinin gusto mong kunin so it's a heart problem in other words now sabi ni Paul I would not have known what coveting really was no no it doesn't mean hindi siya na meron noon o hindi siya nagkakaroon ng ganung klasing problem but hindi niya fully naintindihan that, that was the problem now it's all about coveting no now if we jump to verse 12 sabi ni Paul so then ano the law is holy and the commandment is holy righteous and good so in other words ang sinasabi ni Paul dito is that walang problema yung God's law the content commandments there's nothing wrong with that you know so kung ano man yung problema natin as he is about to explain walang kinalaman yung law itself the, in other words the law is not at fault kaya nga tayo when we read uh, the Ten Commandments or particularly na pag nagbabasa tayo ng Old Testament there's nothing wrong with the Old Testament per se no wag natin i-reject yun it's holy, righteous, and good. Dapat natin pag-aralan yun, yung mga commandments ni Lord. But of course, as Christians, you know, we interpret it in terms of how Christ has fulfilled the law. So whenever we are reading the Old Testament, yung mga commandments ni Lord doon, we ask ourselves, so in what sense did Christ fulfill this, you know, itong intention na ito? At since lahat naman tayo fully aware na hindi natin na meet yung uh, requirements of the law we also ask in what sense the Lord Jesus Christ has paid for our failures and sins in relation to the law so we read the law we read for example yung mga utos ni Lord sa Ten Commandments at ganun din sa Exodus siyempre as a whole Leviticus you know and then Deuteronomy and the rest of the Old Testament we read that from a Christocentric point of view. In other words, based on who Christ is, what he has done for us, and you know, and everything else about Christ. So we do not read the Old Testament na parang mga hudyo na kasi meron mga ganung tao, you know, they just read the Old Testament and then before you know it, bawal na kumain ng ganito, you know, whatever, and they literally follow the Old Testament laws. And I've seen um some churches and some pastors actually teach this. You know, even yung pangalan ni Jesus, pinapalitan nila, ginagawa nilang Yeshua. You know, because they want to go back to the Old Testament. Uh, hindi ko alam exactly kung ano yung reason, but, uh, you know, I think it's a misunderstanding. Uh, we are not to go back to the Old Testament or neither should we read the Old Testament as if it's all by itself. You know, we, we read it uh, in view of who Christ is. We are followers of Christ. And so the way we read it, the way we understand it, is in relation to the gospel. We are no longer under it, and we should not pretend to be Jews, okay? We should read it as Christians, you know, and we can learn a lot from the Old Testament, and we can understand more of God's intention, God's heart, lalo na pag may kinalaman sa holiness and righteousness. Pero wag tayong maging parang slaves to it and follow na as if parang under pa rin tayo sa law. Okay? We're no longer under that. Okay? And that's why it's important. No? Again, ito yung first truth na masasabi natin about the laws of God. 
the law is holy, righteous, and good. There's nothing wrong with it. However, Paul explains to us, dito sa verses, um, you know, 7 to 12, and particularly verses 8 to 11, yung nasa gitna. He explains that the law gives sin an opportunity. And that's where our problem is, actually, if the law is taken by itself or apart from the gospel of Jesus Christ. The law gives sin an opportunity. What does that mean? Well, Paul explains that dito, starting in verse 8. So, tingnan natin yun. Starting in verse 8. Sabi niya, but sin, uh, seizing the opportunity afforded by the commandment, produced in me every kind of covetous desire. For apart from law, sin is dead. Now, let's understand that. Now, unang-una, ginaano niya, parang ginagawa niyang person yung sin, you know? Because sin is, is a kind of power, okay, uh, that, uh, you know, has an effect sa atin. Sin, of course, is a principle. Hindi yung sins mismo. Sins would be the things na ginagawa natin. But as a principle and as a power, sin, you know, singular, walang S, Okay? Seizing the opportunity afforded by the commandment. Otherwise, the commandment is good. Pero na nagkaroon na ng commandment, sabi ni Paul, produced in me every kind of covetous desire. So, na, ang nangyari, because sin is present and we are slaves to sin, so apart from Christ, kung sa sarili lang natin, sin begins to, you know, take over and, and manifest sa ating buhay in terms of, uh, you know, rebelliousness. Hindi lang one time, but all kinds of rebellious uh, uh, responses. Ayaw natin magpasubmit sa kalooban ng Panginoon. And this is true, kahit na sa normal nating buhay. Whenever we encounter any kind of uh, law, no, na parang, napipigilan tayo or parang sabihin natin merong limitation. Nagre-rebelde tayo. It's very normal sa atin yan. Have you noticed that? You know? Pag merong kind of law, for example, itong during the pandemic, pag sinabing, okay, kailangan maglagay ng mask. You know, mga tao, immediately, magre-react. Ano, ayoko mag-mask. Okay? <laughs> Alright? O sabihin ng uh, government, la, kailangan po mag-vaccinate tayo. Ayoko mag-vaccinate. You know? So, we all have that tendency to rebel to any kind of uh, law kasi sa isip natin, we want to be free. But actually, we just want to be self-oriented sa buhay natin. Uh, sin, you know, does that sa puso natin. And that shows that we are really prisoners of this uh, powerful force called sin. Kasi kumbaga, sin is always leading us to a self-righteous mindset. Lagi yung sarili natin ang binibigyan natin ng halaga. Ayaw natin mag-submit no? sa anything na parang feeling natin above us. Normal yun. Kahit na nga mga bata tayo, pag sinabi sa atin ang magulang natin, huwag mong gagalawin yan. Lalo natin gagalawin. <laughs> no? Pag sinabing do not taste, lalo natin titikman. No? Pag nakakita tayo ng merong line and sabi do not cross, lalo tayo magkocross. You know? So the, the, there is something wrong with us. We're always rebelling against any kind of authority or law above us. No? Now sabi ni Paul, for apart from law, sabi niya, sin is dead. Now it doesn't mean na by that na parang walang kasalanan bago dumating yung commandments. Hindi, nagkakasala tayo. Paul, Paul already talks about that. 
sin was already present even during the time of Adam, bago pa dumating si Moses, bago pa ibinigay yung, yung mosaic law. Yung kasalanan is already present in the world. Pero yun nga, in terms of, uh, you know, yung clarification on how sinful sin is, hindi pa nailalahad yun until the law came, kung saan dinefine ngayon yung rebelliousness clearly, no? as uh, rebelliousness toward God. So, uh, for apart from law, sabi niya, sin is dead. Now, sabi niya sa verse 9, Once I was alive apart from law, meaning to say, sa, you know, maring sa feeling ng isang tao, everything is all right, until he encounters the law of God. But when the commandment came, sabi, sin sprang to life and I died. Parang, again, it's a, personified, biglang nabuhay, you know, come alive, you know, and then sabi niya, and I died. Now, Paul is speaking as someone you know, who has come to, ikanga yung ganung experience, and realized when, when he encountered the law, to what he is referring to, uh, even the commentators do not agree exactly, is he referring to sa time na he began to understand, you know, siguro, nung siya 12 years old, yung bar mitzvah, or maybe it's when, you know, he heard the gospel and he realized that indeed uh, he is sinful. Because prior to that, you know, Paul actually thought of himself as as righteous. In fact, he was persecuting the church, uh, thinking na siya yung tama. And it's always ganito naman lagi ang mga tao. We always think that tama tayo for whatever reason, you know. Um, it's a common fault ng lahat na tayo. No? Now, we tend to deceive ourselves thinking na wala tayong problema. We, we tend to see everybody else's fault except our own. Yan ang common nating tendency. Anyway, sabi ni Paul, you know, once I was alive apart from law, but when the commandment came, sin sprang to life and I died. In other words, uh, you know, the law condemned him. The law basically pronounced the death sentence sa kanya when, he re- when, when it became clear sa kanya that you know, the wages of sin is death, ikanga. So, sabi niya rito sa verse 10, I found that the very commandment that was intended to bring life actually brought death. So, he does not explain when he found out about that, but he's basically saying, nung na-realize niya that what sin was, through the law, the defining law, that, you know, kung ano yung sin. And in fact, that's what happens when you read the Old Testament, kunyari, especially Exodus, ganyan, and uh, Leviticus and Deuteronomy, you discover no, that God uh, clearly reveals you know, how sinful sin is and how it deserves death. You know? And sinasabi ni, basically ni Paul na nung, nung uh, na-encounter niya yung commandments of the Lord, you know? uh, which supposedly you know, is intended to bring life, sabi niya, actually brought death. Because there was, of course, that realization na hindi niya na-obey yung commandment. Now, maganda yung commandment. It is uh, holy, righteous, and good. Pero there was a problem in him, which is sin. And he's going to talk about this all the more, starting sa verse 13. So, bukas pag-uusapan natin yun. From verse 13 to 25, he describes a, a principle that is at work sa kanya. Which, you know, na-realize lang niya when he encountered the commandment of God. Now, in general, Geto sabi niya sa verse 11, For sin, uh, seizing the opportunity uh, afforded by the commandment, deceived me and through the commandment put me to death. So sin was the one acting, no, deceiving uh, 
him, making all kinds of, you know, excuses sa puso niya, you know, not to obey the Lord. And, you know, if we look back sa book of Genesis, you know, in the case of Adam and Eve, nung sinabi ni Lord na, you know, do not eat of the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil, that became, you know, an opportunity for Satan to deceive Eve and then later on si Adam. Uh, about the true implications of what the Lord said. So there was this reasoning and rational, rationalization. So ganyan naman tayo. Whenever we encounter, you know, um, the commandments of the Lord, may kanya-kanya tayong dahilan, may kanya-kanya tayong maneuver ka nga para ma-escape natin yung responsibility natin you know, to, to obey the Lord. In other words, the law by itself is good, pero because sin is the one controlling us, hindi natin ma-obey ito. Instead, we disobey. And that's why, ang, ang nangyayari tuloy, the law, even though it is intended to uh, make us aware of the righteousness of God, hindi natin ma-meet yun because sin is the one controlling us. Sin is the one limiting us. So, again, you know, Sabi ni Paul, the law is holy, righteous, and good. There's nothing wrong with it. Kaya lang, the law gives sin an opportunity. Sin is the one that is causing us the problem. Yun yung problema natin. Eh. Maganda yung, alimbawa, maganda yung mga batas. You know? For example, sabi natin, mag-face mag mask tayo, mag-vaccinate tayo. Supposed to be para makatulong yun. Pero because of the tendency natin to rebel against any kind of uh, law, Nagre-rebelde tayo palagi. Ayaw natin malilimitahan tayo. So, in that sense, kaya nagkakaproblema even yung society natin, di ba? Kaya nagkakaroon ng problema dahil uh, kaya lumalala yung mga cases ng, uh, kunyari, ng virus infection. Kasi mga tao, uh, you know, pasaway, ayaw, ayaw sumunod. No? Simple lang naman yung mga batas, kunyari. No? Alam ba, kung sabihin natin, uh, no? uh, pedestrian crossing, uh, or yung tinatawag na overpass. Supposed to be, mag maglakad ka, mag-overpass. Konting discomfort yun, pero at least iwas aksidente. Pero yung mga tao, they would rather cross the road, no? hindi doon sa lugar na dapat sila mag-cross. And then, magkakaroon ng aksidente. May mapapahamak, may mamamatay. People have the tendency to always resist any kind of limitations sa buhay nila, thinking na they want to be free. So, the problem is yung Sin that is controlling our hearts, hindi yung law mismo. So, in summary, ika nga, God's law is profitable, supposed to be makakatulong yan sa atin, but unable to save us, at least not in itself. Pero siyempre, as believers in the Lord, filled with the Holy Spirit, we now understand, pag tumingin tayo sa laws of God and we see God's intention and desire, hindi yung mga specifics mismo, like yung mga pagkain, gano'n, but God's intention behind it, no, which is for our good. Kaya naman binigay ni Lord yung mga prohibitions niya tukos sa mga pagkain in order for Israel to be healthy. Hindi para limitahan tayo sa pagkain natin. Diba? If you go to the doctor and, you, and there's a problem sa cholesterol mo or whatever, and the doctor says na, oh, iwas ka na sa ganito ha, iwas ka na sa ganyan, huwag ka na kumain ng ganito, Ang purpose nun is para humaba yung buhay mo. Na kung magiging pasaway ka at kakain ka pa rin ng mga maling pagkain, siyempre, lalong lalala yung karamdaman mo. But we all tend to do that, di ba? I remember one person, you know, who had uh, already uh, diabetes. 
At sinabi na umiwasya sa pagkain, ganyan-ganyan na makakalala ng kanyang sitwasyon. And one time I saw that person eating again yung mga pagkain na bawal sa kanya. And sabi ko, oh, di ba bawal sa iya? Ang sagot niya eh, well, mayroon namang gamot eh. Di ba? So in other words, we all have the tendency to rationalize, to excuse ourselves. And that's the problem. There's nothing wrong with God's commandments. Ang problema tayo. And that's why we need to be saved. That's why we need the Lord to come into our lives and first of all, forgive us through the death of Jesus so that we can be reconciled with God, so that God can pour out His Spirit sa atin, so that we can be transformed from the inside at magkaroon tayo ng, you know, the right kind of heart that is willing to obey the Lord, hindi dahil napipilitan tayo. In other words, through the gospel, yung tunay na intention ng law of God, which is for our good, can now be fulfilled, you know, in Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit. And it's no longer by trying to obey an external law, but rather as the Holy Spirit transforms us, we begin to live a life that is holy and pleasing to God. Kaya nga, it's a different kind of ano, eh, scheme. It's a different kind of uh, system. Hindi na under the law, you know, trying to obey the commandments of God by your own ability. It's now through the, through the Holy Spirit. We're now living our life by grace through the power of the Holy Spirit. So ito yung katotohanan na dapat natin maintindihan. The law is holy, righteous, and good. Pero the law gives sin an opportunity. Kaya in and of itself, hindi kaya tayong isave. So God's law is profitable, but unable to save us. It's only through Jesus that we can be saved. Sana magkaroon tayo ng tamang pagkaunawa about the laws of God. And yes, we should read the Ten Commandments, the laws of God. It's, 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 going, it's still going to be profitable sa atin as we read. But always read it and, and understand that through Christ alone can we be put right before the Lord. It is not through the system of the law. So by grace, through the power of the Holy Spirit, we can obey the true intentions of the law for us, which is always for our good. Tayong lahat po ay manalangin. Dear Lord, maraming salamat sa iyo for your grace and mercy, for showing us, O Lord, na your commandments mo are truly good for us, but there's also a problem in us that prevents us from obeying the law. And uh, Lord, salamat po that through Jesus we are forgiven. Uh, through Jesus who died on the cross, we are reconciled with God. And through Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit, we can now live our lives and fulfill the intentions of the law that we may glorify you, Panginoon. So, Lord, renew our minds, renew our hearts. Uh, tulungan nyo kami, Panginoon, to live in the Spirit and by the Spirit. In Jesus' name, Amen and Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you were encouraged and edified to continue following the Lord and growing in your faith together with others. If this content helped you, consider sharing it with others. Also, if you would like to support this ministry, please visit solo.to slash rlccphil. That's solo.to slash rlccphil. See you again.